0: Reprobate Travel Cast If you don't like it, you can kiss my ass Oh yeah Welcome to the Reprobate Travel Cast, everybody uh, We're on iTunes now um, Also, we have a, uh, a new Facebook fan page Check that out Under the Reprobate Travel Cast on Facebook um, And don't forget to add me on Twitter uh, under the name Reprobate 2012 That's Reprobate 2012 on Twitter uh, I had a pretty good week I was actually on Dan Cummins' Fired Up podcast Dan Cummins has been on Comedy Central um, He's got a show on XM Radio He's a big time guy And I was lucky enough to get on the show It's pretty sweet We talked about drugs
1: <laughs> Yeah, oh
0: <hell> yeah <laughs> I got Chris Cohen with me here today Comedian Chris Cohen What's up brother? Not too much uh, what, How'd you spend your St. Patrick's Day? Uh, I was offered the
1: opportunity to do some things, uh, go to like that bar in Columbus with like 10,000 people there and just the thought of standing around with 10,000 people just, just was not cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not into that kind of thing, man. I don't like, I, I, I'm not saying I'm claustrophobic, but a crowd of 10,000, yeah. I don't think I'm into that, man. Well, I got bad
1: memories. I moved to Columbus a decade ago and my roommate that I just moved in with took me there and I... What had, is the place called? It's called Flanagan's. Flanagan's. They have a huge St. Paddy's Day
0: party where they... Dude, I I did a music gig at Flanagan's. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's... Uh, how many people would you say were there?
1: When I went 10 years ago, I mean, it, it was just a blur because there's people in and out all the time. There are probably... There's easily 10,000, if not more, Jeez. in and out total. Not all at once, maybe. But it's just ridiculous. Well, at the time, I hadn't worked in six months. I just got a job. I had $27. Of course, I spent it all on beer. And I went to take a leak, and my roommate at the time, he decided, oh, I better drive home before I get too drunk. Completely either (laughs) ditched me or forgot about me, but I called him, trying to, like, talk on a cell phone back then. This is pre-texting, so, you know, it was ridiculous. And I called him. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, You, you took too long in the bathroom. I'm like, dude, I was gone for 20 minutes. It was a huge line. He's like, well, I guess you have to hit on some chicks and get your way home then. And what so, an asshole! Yeah, head. it was pretty dick move. And uh, I actually did hit on some chicks, and I got a ride home out of it. But along the way, her uh, portly friend had to stop over and eat a steak right in front of me, and I hadn't eaten all day. I had no money left. so, oh. so it was really funny though. The girl that um, she gave me her number. I called her, she never called me back, which is pretty typical, you know, she probably sobered up and realized what a piece of shit I was, (laughs) Uh, but I didn't see this chick for like four months, and I was sitting there at a bar on the the east side, and she came up to me, four months after, hadn't seen her, hadn't talked to her, she goes, hey, can I talk to you, I was like, uh, yeah, she's like, do you remember me, I was like, not really, and then she explained who she was, I was like, oh yeah, she goes, yeah, I think it would be better if we would just be friends, I think that would work out better for us, Oh. I was like, "We're not even acquaintances." What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. what And I was like, "Seriously? Uh, yeah." I think we should be friends. And I'm like laughing. She goes, "Good. I'm good." I didn't want it to be awkward between us. I Did you like, make out with this chick or something? I mean, I was like one time on St. Paddy's Day, which it doesn't even count, right? You could pretty much make out with a dude at certain points in St. Patrick's Day. You won't remember it, you know. You're drinking no. you beer from like nine a.m. till the sun goes down, so. Uh, it was really bizarre, so needless to say, I was like, ah, I'd rather not go back there again,
0: and so I just played poker with my buddies. And you did you win some money playing poker? Yeah, like 25 bucks. That's a win. That's a win. That's Put true. it in the book, it's it's a W. <laughs> so I was, I this, this whole St. Patrick's Day is reminding me of something. I wanted to get this off my chest. I'm so glad you stopped by, man. I was in Tampa. You're not going to believe this shit. I haven't been able to make this work on stage, but... Damn it! It's fucking funny, and I know it's funny. You, have you ever played the Improv down in Tampa? No, dude. There's next door. There's a uh, Irish pub. Okay, it's called James Joyce. Okay, and I was up there one night, and there's this Irish, uh, this dude playing Irish songs. You know. By the way, is there an Irish pub next to every comedy club in? America? <laughs> I think there's so. One yeah, within a mile. It's just like they
1: go hand in hand. It's a rule. Yeah. I can think of like seven right now, there, right off the top of
0: my head. Yeah, there's a lot. But uh, this place is up a flight of 60 stairs, and it's an Irish pub. Ugh. What kind of twisted genius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, so I, I get to the top of the stairs, and I ask the bouncer, I go, how many times do people eat it? He says, all the time, man. And there's an elevator, but drunk people are like, fuck that, I'll take the stairs. Bang, ow. No. They should just pad the staircase the whole way down. They should. Make it easy. Dude, that's it. They should put a big cushion at the bottom or something. They should slide or something. <laughs> just have the drunk people slide oh. down the fucking thing. Yeah, could you imagine St. Patrick's Day? There's got to be a pile of 30 drunken Irishmen that just had one too many Guinness and just bang, pink hearts, boom, yellow moons, poop, boom, boom, stars. <laughs> I,
1: did a, uh, I did a room where there was, it was on the third floor. And uh, they didn't know the whole time there was an elevator in the back. So every time I needed a cigarette, I was up and down the stairs, <laughs> which is, like, counterproductive because I'm smoking, so I am going to be running stairs the whole night. Uh, and after the show, uh, I walked to the elevator. They told me about it, and I'm like, yeah, this is great to know. Like, you know, seven trips up and down the stairs later. and Some girl had... Uh, Wrote, you're fat, and drawn devil horns on my picture on the flyer for the comedy show. That's fucked up. Yeah, so I saved it, obviously. I <laughs> framed it, so uh, someday it'll be a little memento for the hatred someone had for my set that night. Yeah. Well, Good time. So yeah, something about St. Patrick's Day. I think St. Patrick's Day would be the worst day to do stand-up comedy. And New oh, Year's is close to I've second. done it. It's
0: awful. New Year- New Year's is actually a great night to do it. Because the crowds are in a great mood, well, you, that's true. And, and they're like really just—they're just so happy. St. Patrick's Day, they're just so drunk, drunk that it's yeah. like—it's like on Cinco de Mayo. These are the three drunk, drunkest holidays: Cinco de Mayo, St. Paddy's Day, New Year's. That's the trifecta. Yeah, I would say that up there, maybe Halloween's like a close fourth. Yeah, Halloween's a pretty party-filled day. But you, you, have you ever um, actually done comedy on a St. Patrick's Day? Uh, well, my show last night got canceled because of St. Oh, Patrick's geez. Day,
1: so they bumped it to next week, which is fine with me. They gave me my three weeks' notice, but, uh, yeah. it's. I did a show on New Year's, and it was the worst show, one of the worst shows I've ever done, because the exact moment the guy handed me the microphones, I was in MCN doing like 20 minutes up front. It was a weird show. guy's like, okay, everybody, here's our comedian. And also, um, I'd like to tell everybody, the buffet line starts now on the back. And oh. as soon as they handed me the
0: microphone... Everyone got up and went right to the buffet line, and I looked at the guy like, "Are you serious?" Like, yeah, I'd, I'd have given him the mic back and said, "No, man, I'm not doing this right now."
1: What are you nuts? Well, no one was paying attention, obviously, because you know they've been right. sitting there for an hour waiting on food. And the food line opens up. And it was hilarious. It was so huge. nobody's listening. To no one at all. You know? <sighs> and I was up there just eating it for a couple minutes. But, uh, you know, I was being as aggressive as I could to get their attention. It was funny because he was a very effeminate man, like very, very effeminate. Yeah. And I got about four minutes into my set, and then he like comes back onto the stage and grabs the microphone, and he's like, "Can I?" I was like, "Uh, sure, whatever." And you guys make you say. I want all of you to know that this gentleman is working very hard for you right now, and you need to show him some respect, okay? <laughs> and, like, so I've got, like, this obviously, like, flaming gay guy, like, <laughs> chastising the crowd, and it was the most, like, emasculating em- oh, thing. Ever. It's like when your mom yells at people for picking on you in elementary school, like, it may accomplish the goal, but you feel like a bigger pussy for it. Like, and yeah. you get your mic back, and was like... Well, thanks, mom. I was like, now I feel like a complete
0: yeah. You, like,
1: did you tell him, dude? You're not really helping me any yeah, at this point. It honestly made me laugh so hard. I think a couple people in the front knew. Like I was just, I like I was laughing to myself for like ten seconds, as if I got my shit together. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, or that guy will come after you. You know, it was one of those things. Like the people that were actually paying attention, that, that I actually got them on board from that moment. So, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Attention, listen, everybody. He's a very (laughs) nice young man. He's very nice, and he's very handsome. So please be nice to this young man. Do you hear me? I'll turn this bus around. (laughs) What a nightmare. That was awful. Okay, everybody, this is a comedian coming on stage right now. Or... There's a buffet right over there. I'm going to let you guys pick whichever one you want. You can hear his dumb jokes, or you can get the free
1: food. It's delicious. A fucking nightmare. Yeah. The only thing worse he could have said is, we have free shots in the back. Uh, And here's the comedy, by the way. Where was this? It was at a a country club. What state? In Ohio, in Ohio, ho. it's a ten million dollar building. Like very, I, I'm surprised our white trash detector didn't go off when I walked through the gate. <laughs> yeah. like, they're like, uh, hey, "Look at this fucking redneck! Let's get him up there and get him drunk, see what he does." Uh, that was that was one of the worst. It
0: was a good time. Good story. Uh, okay, staying on this St. Patrick's Day theme, there's people that go to Ireland for St. Patrick's Day, which I think wow. is a, is a cool thing to do on st pat if you're gonna i mean if you're gonna go irish school yeah yeah that's like an alcoholic dream vacation (laughs) you know uh but there's the you've heard of the kissing the blarney stone for good luck oh oh yeah i've heard the horror stories about what is that what you're getting into yeah well there's all these people that say don't kiss the blarney stone when you're um in ireland because apparently the locals piss on the stone i've heard that too uh, so I did some research. I got on scopes and uh, and, oh, and I looked around. And apparently, there's two schools of thought here. Some believe, well, I mean, it's a fact that there's security at the Blarney Stone. Right. And you would have to hoof it up a lot of stairs to get to the Blarney Stone. So their theory is that it's highly unlikely some drunk got up there and pissed on it. And the other school of thought is security's not there all the time, uh, so it could happen. It could happen, but it doesn't. If you look at the stone, it looks pretty clean. But just imagine all the people who's who's like basically made out with this rock, and then I you're just gonna the kiss pissing it. would probably clean it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clean
1: all the somebody with cold sore up there. French kissing the stone or something. You know, I'd rather take my chances yeah. with the urine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, plus to get to it, don't you have to like lay on your back and pull yourself? They, under They it? hang you upside down by your legs. You yeah. like a couple of people help you hang sort of upside down at an angle. It's weird. Yeah. God, who thought like this was lucky? Is Fucking it? drunk Irish people. Yeah, of course. Listen, it's really lucky. Here's what I want <laughs> yeah. you to do.
1: They're just, like, elbowing each other the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What's this stupid I'm going to hang you
0: upside down and you kiss the rock that we just peed on. <laughs> Come on, Seamus. It'll be hilarious. I can see that happening, though. How's that rock not so fa- magically fucking delicious
1: now, is it, Conan? <laughs> Show them the pictures afterwards. I, I can see that happening. I've been drunk and pissed in people's ice trays and stuff, you know. Have always. you done that Oh you yeah. pissed in their ice trays? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's hilarious. Remind we, me not to have you over when you're drinking.
1: Uh you know, you really gonna piss me off, but
0: I've done it twice. It's it's a good time. Okay, here's something I wanted to cover today. As a favor to my listeners. since they're listening, I wanna hook them up with something nice. So I'm gonna I've I've been doing my research and uh I wanna get your thoughts on this. All right. This is my gift to the listeners. <laughs> How to bullshit your way onto first class ticket. When you're flying 8 8 to 10 hours overseas, coach sucks. You got to get into first class or it's going to be miserable. First class is a different world. They have girls, they have like you you have two girls that feed you grapes as the plane takes off and gives you happy ending. Did you know that? No. You don't know that. Nobody knows cuz you can't
1: no.
0: I've never been to fucking first class. Who knows what goes on behind that curtain? We have no fucking clue. But if you want to According to this article, I read, here's how you sneak your way onto first class. And there's, there's, a whole, there's a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, my favorite is you can try to use any sort of sob story. You are on your way to a funeral, it's your grandma's funeral. Okay. And uh, that one also works out for
1: getting into college classes. Does it? Oh, I knew one buddy, he must have had 17 relatives
0: die a year. Uh Uh-huh. And it always worked. Wow. It's just bizarre. My Uncle Joe died three times this year. Exactly. So, that's that's one way. Or, if you're a couple, you can do the fake celebration of the anniversary or, um, you know, marriage or whatever. Um, I've heard of people actually trying to bribe the flight attendants with, one pound chocolate bars and i heard and according to the article it's worked really yes according to this article chocolate um,
1: still works you can get chocolate
0: everywhere it's not like it's 17 it's a big it's know? a pound it's uh, a big pound a of chocolate. chocolate you know it's like boom Here's a pound of chocolate <laughs> people are like wow that guy's awesome he gave me i mean anybody who gives you a pound of chocolate you're like Dude, that's a pretty cool person mm. hitler could give you a pound of chocolate and you go that dude's He's not a bad dude. I don't believe everything I read you know he did give me chocolate. He gave me a pound of chocolate <laughs> so he's not that bad. Um, and here's the, my favorite. go to the thrift store and buy yourself an old military uniform. get on the plane and you do the, the double whammy. You're a guy flying home from Iraq to, to go to his grandma's funeral. Oh God that's overwhelming. It's so bad. But they almost have to give you a, bump you up to first class. It's evil. I know. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't no. That I, I feel really bad telling my listeners how to do it. <laughs> but that I'm not telling you, I'm not condoning this, but according to this thing I read on the internet, that I also wrote, that that's the way to do it. So, okay. I got bumped
1: one time just because they had open spots and they overfilled coach. Uh-huh. There were some standbys they'd cram in, and just randomly they came up to me and like, would you like first class? The thing was, the first class to this plane was just sitting in the front of the coach. We weren't even in the magic section, oh, yeah. but we had more leg room. And they just kept—it was funny—they kept the booze just flowing. We were like double fisting, you know. I had a beer and, and two shot drinks like the whole time. I barely walked off the plane. What was amazing was like they stopped with us and like the people behind us were like can we get a drink they're like they'll be with you shortly sir <laughs> like they were treating the people right behind us like they were like some second
0: class <laughs> <laughs> there be coming? a curtain or something for those yeah they're
1: like I almost felt guilty because they're staring right at me it's almost okay. like they they did that just to sell more first class tickets like look what these people get there's this magic line right here you can't cross oh it. that's you so want weird. a drink go go to hell that's what you get you get nothing that's brutal man it was great it was like they were taunting them it was fantastic. It's um, the best part of first class Is the leg room and the drinks If you don't drink and you're short you, you probably don't even need first class That's the two biggest advantages
0: Yeah, yeah, but that extra leg room Is a world of good though I mean, it's in a 13 hour flight Leg room mm-hmm. means a lot That's true um, Alright, what else do I got Going on here? A couple news stories Uh Apparently, artifacts from the wreck of the Titanic are going on on the auction block. Uh, And they appraised it at $189 million worth of pots and pans, silverware, (laughs) diamond necklaces, chef's hats, socks, playing cards, gigantic piece of the hood. Wait a minute. How Uh, did playing cards survive deep sea pressure? I don't know. Maybe they were in some sort of case. They also are selling a giant piece of the hull. And Leo DiCaprio's trailer, which I don't think they should sell that. That's a piece of history. Did you know that uh, the day that the Titanic went down, you know, do you know the date? Uh, it was 1912, I think, right? Uh, I know the date? It was. It was a hundred years ago, April 15th, tax day. Uh, Isn't that fitting? Yeah.
1: You know what's weird about the Titanic is people love the Titanic. It's bizarre. There's been a million boat wrecks, but that one. Women, especially, lose their minds over anything that has to do with the Titanic. We had to read that Night to Remember book. The movie was, like, number one. They're reissuing the movie now in 3D, I think. They're selling crap for $189 million. Like, no one alive now knows anyone who has had anything to do with no. the Titanic. Uh, maybe, like, some old lady talked to somebody, like,
0: 15, 20 years ago. But something about that boat people just love. I don't get it. Well, there was a lot of interesting things that happened, um... They that the, they said that the boat was unsinkable. Well, yeah, and even and one. I think the captain was quoted as saying, "God couldn't sink this ship." Yeah, that's probably a dumb thing to say. <laughs> that's got to be the worst thing you could possibly say <laughs>
1: right before you go. Yeah, even if you're not religious, that's still like, pretty pretty cocky to say. It's so stupid. It's the worst thing you could say. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah, that's so pretty dumb. dumb. I think the fact that. uh there's the really awful stories about it too, like it was so rich and like all those, the, the people were taking the lifeboats out really with like one and two people on them. I think the the stupidity involved with the sinking of that ship has a lot to do with the interest in it.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is an interesting story though. Uh, but there's been a lot of of cruise mishaps lately. They're they're wrecking and running ashore and and just. People disappear on those things all the time. They fall overboard. Yeah, they fall overboard. I don't think they just disappear. I think what happens is they get drunk and fall overboard, and, and that's it. They're not going to turn around for you, and no, there's it, nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Uh, there's an article I read just now. Ruby Princess cruise passengers in Florida got a fast spreading stomach bug. Uh, Two hundred sixty-three passengers that were vomiting their their heads off. <laughs> And uh, two two separate cruise liners, two ships, came down with the virus at the same time. Like, how does that happen? What's that about? Is it some of the water?
1: I know, like, Montezuma's Revenge, if you go to Mexico, you get Montezuma's Revenge, which is, like, the diarrhea and the vomiting. That fucking Montezuma's a dick, man. Oh, I got it once from my roommate, who went down to Mexico, came back, like, shit orange in every single toilet in the house, Just diseased the hell out of the place. And then I got it like four days later. And I never even left the state. Like, if you want to get the worst Montezuma's Revenge, try not even enjoying a Mexican vacation and getting it. But I lost like seven pounds the first day, like five the next. It was horrible. Ugh. Yeah. So, it must be something with the bacteria in the water. They say like once if you're raised with certain bacteria levels, like in water filtration levels, you'll never get that because your body just adjusts. Well,
0: up. when I was in Cambodia, I got sick off the water, and I was warned not to drink it. And I forget what happened. I, I think somebody handed me an open bottle or something, or maybe I got it from a cup of coffee. Who knows? But uh, anyways, I got sick, and I ran into these British dudes on the bus that were, like, heavy British. Like, you couldn't even understand them. They were oh, like yeah. uh, Brad Pitt's character oh, in fucking Snatch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? So, uh, but they they would... Uh, they, one of them was like, I got a spliff. You want to smoke a spliff, mate? I got a spliff. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And he pulls out this fucking joint that's as big as my fucking arm, my forearm. It's fucking huge. And he's like... I'm about to up the boulder. I can't smoke it all myself, and uh, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll smoke it with these." Like, "Ah, eh, cheerio, governor," or whatever the fuck they say. I don't, I don't know if he actually. Fish said and that. chips and what? <laughs> <laughs> so, but this dude, British I was things. talking to him. He said the water didn't make him sick. He said, "Oh, I've been drinking it for days. I don't get sick." And it was more than one Brit that told me that. Really? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it must be just what your body's used to. I think after a while, you just it adapts to things. I remember the water smelled not good. That can't be refreshing. <laughs> no, dude. you <laughs> smell your drink, <laughs> that that's can't not be good. refreshing. Especially water. Water's not supposed to smell like anything. Dude.
0: No, that's right. Uh, here's another news story. Florida Airport is opting out of the TSA. They say, we don't want the TSA. It's fucked up, and I don't blame them. The TSA is fucked up, if you think about it. In related, yeah, I saw that they're going to relax restrictions on elderly people. Yeah, they are. That's right. And I think that's great. I don't think we need Grandma getting pat down before she gets on a flight. A 90-year-old woman is not Al-Qaeda,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, typically you don't count on the elderly as your top assassins to take out people. No. that They they might take a nap. You know what's funny? In um, the movie Airplane 2, there's a really funny scene where the metal detector's on a time delay. And it's so appropriate that now, when this movie came out, what, 25 years ago or something, uh-huh. these terrorists walk through while the guys have their back turns with, like, RPGs and AK-47s, and then, like, an old lady behind them, the timer goes off, like, on a delay, like, five seconds, and they slam her up against the wall. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's what's going on with the TSA to some
0: degree. Man, I watched something on YouTube today. They got a little boy in a wheelchair. And they're feeling him up, and the kid's, like, going, Dad, what's going on? And, and like, they're doing this weird, they swab his ass crack or something? What, Dude, it's it's fucking weird. I don't, like, have they ever stopped a terrorist The TSA? I don't know.
1: I don't think they have. Yeah. They're generally not dumb enough to walk right on the plane with bombs strapped all over them. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't
0: know. I don't, I don't know if they make me feel safer. They make me feel less safe. They're freaking everybody out, like, making everybody think anybody could be a terrorist. It's not healthy, and we don't need it. Well, and they, and they can't stop anybody.
1: Right. Well, it's, it comes down to the profiling thing. You know, like, a couple people complain, hey, I'm being profiled because I'm wearing a, you know, a traditional Islam sure. garb or something. So, what, they, what their overreaction is, let's grab a kid in a wheelchair and swab his ass crack. You know, let's grab grandma and uh, put a ray wand up to her privacy." You know, like, who gives a shit? Like, obviously, it's... There's a difference between like profiling and using common sense, in my opinion, with this shit. Yeah, like I'm even fine with being stopped. You know, I'm a I'm a you know the 1834 demographic of like people that are probably like, going to be violent or whatever. I'm I'm fine with that. You want to stop me? I don't like it, but it makes more sense than getting Agnes out of her wheelchair and swabbing her down. You know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't think they
0: actually have caught anyone doing anything i don't i'm gonna have to research that and and i'll i'll let you know the next time you're in because uh, i want to find out maybe they've stopped somebody but i don't know i think if the terrorists want to do something they'll fucking do it and there ain't no tsa agent gonna stop them you know but i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe they have well just, maybe we need them i don't yeah, know i don't know it, well the thing that like made me angry one time i was flying from dallas
1: back and or else my two dollars, excuse me. And I had my cologne in my bag. Didn't even think about. It. This is right when the rules all changed. Now uh-huh. you have everything in a two point seven ounce container, and they all these dumb rules. I had like a forty five dollar bottle of cologne in there. Just got it, and the guy like pulls it out of my bag, and he's like, "Uh, you can't go on the plane with this." He's like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, well, "What do you mean? What I want to do? I, you're either going to confiscate it, right, or I'm not going to get on the plane." He was like, "Yeah." So what do you want to do? I was like, "Oh, obviously, for two hundred and." Forty-five dollars. I'm getting on that plane. I've already bought the ticket, so I'm either losing forty-five bucks or $245. Like I'm not happy about it. But clearly, you're going to keep the clone. He's like, "Are you sure?" I'm, yeah. No. No. You know what? Give me the clone. I'm going to drive back home. Right. I'll just fly down next time, asshole. You know, like. And then they, I guarantee someone took it
0: home with them. I guarantee they did. Yeah. I. You know. I don't know. I've heard of. Um, I've heard comics tell me stories. And stuff where they will hide weed in their bag and and check it. And when it comes back through... The weed's gone? No. Oh. The weed's still there, but there's a sticker on it. A TSA sticker on it. Really? Just like letting them know, we saw this. You're not slick, but we're didn't, we didn't do anything. Really? So, now that's a cool TSA. Dude. That is pretty cool. Now that's a TSA, dude. I can stand behind, bro. Yeah. But, uh... These guys feeling up old ladies and little kids. Uh, I, I don't know. Is is Al Qaeda re- recruiting six year olds in wheelchairs? And I, I don't. Has that <laughs> like has that? Is there some news story I didn't that I missed about Al Qaeda wheelchair baby suicide bomber and in, in Denver or something? Or it, it would be
1: nice like if you could just check stuff. But I, yeah, I do hate that. Like everything has to. You literally have to take an extra hour when you fly somewhere and go through all your shit and be like, okay, can I take this? Can I take this? you got to get on the website. Oh, is this too big? Is this too much? Is this wrapped Right. Yeah, that's
0: ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's just a waste of time. It is. And uh, like I said, I, I think it makes people feel not safer, but less safe. <clears throat> but as soon as somebody gets just blown me. up, then you know we look like the assholes. So uh, yeah, I know, and it's it, it might happen, and then people will, will we will look like the assholes. But I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna have to look into that and see if there's any evidence of TSA agent saving the day. Maybe there have. I don't know. I will find out. Uh, we're we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with c- comedian Chris Cohen telling us about uh, zip lining. Yeah, we'll be right back. Smoke weed. That that band is uh, High Time Rebellion, we're listening to right now. They're out of Indonesia. They're nice. They, they're they uh, they're pretty cool. I, ma- I made friends with them on YouTube, and they said I could use their uh, song as bumper music. So thanks, High Time Rebellion. You guys are awesome. Maybe one day we'll be in Indonesia and get to uh, actually say hey to you in person. Who knows? Crazy things happen. So check them out on, on uh, YouTube, High Time Rebellion if you're into that marijuana smoking hippie music. <laughs> so we're back we're I uh, got uh, comedian Chris Cohen here who just got back from uh, Ziplining. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Zip line what explain to me uh, about that and how, like what made you do this? What uh my girlfriend got a group on for it
1: and basically you just go to the sticks and you climb up a tree.
0: And you hook onto these cables and you just zip from tree to tree. That is hillbilly rific fun time, is what that is. Well, it's amazing. Like they, you don't see a lot of black people zip lining, do you? It was funny. There were two uh, black people. Oh, good for them. They were. Uh, you could tell they were from Africa because of their accents. Oh, so they weren't real black people. They were Africans. Well, it was funny because we don't. Our black people don't count them as black people. You know that, don't you? I've, I've heard that. Yeah. There's definitely a divide there. I I learned this from cab drivers. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I did too. They'll tell you all about it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Most of them are from like East Africa uh, in Columbus anyway. It was funny though. The chick was deathly afraid of heights and it really, really made the trip as about as enjoyable as you could get because we're 10 feet off the ground, right? And you, you have two safety cables at all times hooking you to a cable. And the guy like showed, he like hung from it. He's like, look. I, I, I'm not going anywhere. This harness is cool, and we're like ten feet off the ground. And it took her probably seven to eight minutes to walk across this like little bridge they had because they have like little. They call so them. she's holding everybody up. Oh, uh, it was awful. Of course, she went to the front of the line. Like, who wants to go first? And she was asking like she, you could tell she was asking the wrong questions. She was like, uh, "So, so how many people die doing this?" Oh, jeez. And I'm like, "We're ten feet off the ground. Like, you 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 can't die. <laughs> yeah, it's, you would have to land directly on your neck." Perfectly to right. die from 10 feet. You would have to be trying. Yeah. And yeah. even then you might not do it. Yeah. So, and, and I wanted to go first, but we were the last two to get there in our group of six. And she's just like, yeah, how many people have died? And I'm like, oh, great. You know, she's going to be the problem. And then her boyfriend runs right to the front of the line. And so they want to stick together. So she, it was like, it was like golfing behind a really slow group. Oh, boy. It was pretty, it was pretty frustrating, of course. And then because she took so long to get across everything... Rain hit right at the end, and we got rained on for like 15 minutes where we would have been done at that point. So it it was okay. Um, it's not for everybody, but I mean, it's something different. You definitely they give you a big glove to stop yourself because if you tried to stop yourself on a steel cable, your hand would be sliced to the bone, right? You know, going like 25, of
0: a like moment. a big oven mitt or something. It's like
1: basically like an oven mitt with the fingers cut out for your uh, index finger and thumb so you can work the clips easier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, once I did it, it was like, well, that's the lining. Uh, that was that was interesting. You were pretty over it pretty fast. It was okay. It just I think the fact that we had to wait like three or four minutes every time, and we could have just went one to the other because of this chick. That would have been more fun, huh? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's decent. It's it, it's got to be a money maker. I mean, you pay a, a pretty decent amount of money. How how to do much? It. Uh, normally it was like ninety bucks, and it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, that's a, I
0: don't know, man. But we gotta have that I'd. with the group on, so I don't think I'm into zip lining, bro. Yeah. I think I'd pass on it. Eh, it's close, so it's something to do. Not as enjoyable as like whitewater rafting or anything like that, but you know, some people love it. Now I've I've been thinking about maybe taking a trip to Southeast Asia again and I hear Vietnam's a cool place. Um I, I hear nowadays it's like a backpacker's paradise. It's cheap, good food, uh just awesome. I hear nothing but good things about Vietnam. Well, see, that's funny, because I got different
1: stories from my dad, who was there in the early 70s. Yeah, I bet he would have a whole different outlook on Vietnam, though. I'm sure. He, he did tell me some funny stories, uh, apparently, and it may have changed now. Was he drafted? Uh, he volunteered. Volunteered? Okay. Yeah. He was a forward observer, so he got to see a lot. He was a scout, basically. Oh, my god. was 100 goodness. airborne. But he said, like, you know, a lot of it is really interesting. At least in the 70s, it was a really backwards culture compared to, like, women's rights and everything. Uh-huh. He said, so when he was there, he noticed, like, the women do all the manual labor. Like, they do the they they do the farming. They carry the stuff on the baskets on their head. And the men just sit around and, like, chew betel nut and, like, spit. It looks like chewing tobacco. And he said, like, uh, it, the funny story he told me is he said the first time he saw it, he, he about shit his pants. But... The women over there would wear those high slit silk dresses, uh-huh. and they would make like the hang ten symbol, like with your thumb and pinky extended. Sure. And they would be carrying a basket in their head, and they don't have time because they're so busy doing all the work. That if they had to go to the bathroom, like take a leak, they just do that hang ten motion, put their thumb up the slit, uh-huh. and then just piss, and it would just run off the end of their pinky finger. Okay, and then they would just shake their hand off and go right on work. All right, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> But uh, he said the first time he saw it, he was, like, stunned. He's like, what the hell's going on? And the guy's like, oh, you just got over here to Vietnam, huh? He's like, you see that all the time. He said he saw it, like, 50 times in a year when he was over there. And he said it's just part of the culture over there. It was really funny.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I hear it's more modernized now and stuff. But you said, like, the women will look pretty tough after working so hard, huh? Well, he said,
1: yeah, the women age there really fast because they get, like, hunchback from doing all the lifting and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, by the time a woman was in her like, upper 30s, she looked like she was in her 50s or 60s. So the Foster women the, the women do all the work and the men sit back and get fucked up. You know, we could learn a lot from the, that culture. Yeah. So. I thought that you said it, so. <laughs> 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 all right. I made a list and uh, maybe uh, you can have some ideas on this and help me out presenting this to the listeners. These are my top five reprobate travel gadgets. All right. Gadgets that any traveler can use. Because I actually read an article. Let me see if I could find it. Oh, I already lost it, I think. Fuck. Yeah. You have to fire your producer. Yeah, we do. But it was like these travel gadgets. Some of them were pretty cool. Like some of them were like the Apple iPhone. Well, yeah, that's Obviously, it. Yeah. Right. But one of them was a, a. It looked like a pair of sandals. With a hidden compartment in them. Ah, that would be very useful. Uh Uh-huh. I thought that was cool. One of them was like a a wand that you put in water, and you turn this wand on, and this laser goes down into the wand and cleans the water. Really? After 48 seconds, you have like 16 ounces of clean water. Wow. That would be very useful. That is. I thought that was pretty cool. There was a couple cool ones. I can't remember them all. I'll have to find that in another episode. But here's my top five gadgets if you can't afford those highfalutin gadgets. These are more affordable gadgets. Um, number one, an apple. No, not the computer, an actual apple, because you can eat it if you're hungry, and in a pinch, you can actually smoke weed out of it. Uh-huh. Two so, uses. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you eat it after you smoke the weed out of it? I think you probably could. I don't know what it would taste like. I don't it. know if, the, if there would actually be resin and THC in there, too. Yeah, I would I would, I would actually suggest trying it. <laughs> Number two, a beer, a can of beer. You can drink it if you get thirsty, and in a pinch you could smoke weed out of it. That's true. So um, that's pretty cool. I see a theme. Right. Of it. <laughs> Number three, a military uniform. Front of the line. First class bump up, all kinds of stuff. And I found a way around the, uh, if they asked for a military ID, would you believe it? Somebody stole my bag in Baghdad and uh, will will a regular ID suffice? You know, that's what I would do anyway. Number four, rolling papers. You can use them as post-it notes. Or, I didn't know if you knew this, but in a pinch you could smoke weed out of them. Really? Yes. That's a fact. (laughs) You can Google search that. Okay. Uh, and my number five gadget for travelers is Xanax. Uh, Nothing makes an eight-hour flight fly by faster than a couple of Zanny, Or you can use them to bribe a stewardess onto first-class seats. You cannot smoke weed out of them, though. <clears throat> They're too small. Okay. So that's the only downfall to them. But if you take a couple of those, you'll forget that you can't smoke you weed. You can't smoke weed. It's True there you go those are pretty good gadgets do you have any travel gadget ideas uh probably baby wipes oh
1: yeah that's awesome definitely baby wipes i uh, go camping every year at uh, this four-day country concert and number one thing that someone showed me was baby wipes because after uh Three days of drinking, like, a case of beer, they come in
0: very handy. If you can uh, catch where I'm going with this. I think I can. I don't (laughs) think we need to explain that much. That was weird. We just had some technical difficulties. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. I found the travel gadgets, though. Oh, okay. Uh, Number one, Airport Express. This thing, uh, the Airport Express is like this, like, Ethernet deal you know how like if you're at the hilton or, or a place like that it's like 10 bucks a day to use their wi-fi yeah sometimes they charge you for that yeah it's bullshit well this thing apparently will plug into the wall and gets you around that now that is a great gadget i think you gotta watch with the
1: wi-fi too i was uh doing a gig where i stayed in a hotel and i logged onto the internet i was using the wi-fi service and I got, like, this weird, like, Yahoo Messenger request from, like, one of those 57 consonant, like, names. uh uh-huh. So I immediately got off and then used the hard line, and everything was fine. But I think someone was trying to get into my computer.
0: Yeah, some, that, that stuff happens. Uh, there's another travel gadget. is the Franklin 12 Language Global Translator. It's not bad to have. Yeah, hell yeah. It says here... The most useful sentence to learn would be, my friend will pick up the tab. (laughs) That's pretty funny. My most
1: useful thing I learned in uh, Spanish when I went to Mexico was, ¿Dónde está el baño? Where's the
0: bathroom? That was the most important thing to me. I hear that that is important in Mexico to know that one. Yes. Especially when you're drinking very heavily. Um, How much for the pussy is also high up on the list. I can see that. (laughs) I could see that. The <laughs> Apple MacBook Air, the iPhone 3G, of course those are great. Power adapter kit. Um mini battery pack for your iPhone. That's that's good, especially on a long flight. The Kindle, that's good. Let's see. There's, uh, there's a portable D- portable DVD player. That'd be helpful. I wonder how long the batteries last on those. The PlayStation Portable. Like, this is all awesome shit. It's cool to have in general. Yeah. Terrible like, or not. <laughs> yeah, it's just cool shit. There's the Head Play Personal Cinema System. Check this out. It's, uh, it's okay. A movie system, a DVD player. It also plugs into video game consoles and TVs, laptops, etc., iPods. Let me describe it to you. It's a black visor with goggles that slip over like virtual reality. And it's like a little mini movie theater right there in your head. Whatever happened to virtual reality, by the way? Remember in the 90s? Yeah. It was all the rage. They couldn't, I don't think they could quite get it to where people wanted it to be. Yeah, right. It was never like reality. It everything was, was like, like polygonal and weird. Yeah. I mean, everything was a blue colors it was just not real at all i'm sure that stuff's going to come back around though i'm sure someone's working on it as we speak the handheld personal navigator it's just a little mini gps that that seems like it would be cool walk around with that thing uh and then there's the the wand of course i told you about that cleans your water basically what it sounds like is if you get a really kick-ass phone you
1: would take care of about half of these With the GPS and the movies and
0: and all that. Yeah, I think I I would agree with that. There's the... They're called the Stash Sandals. Stash Sandals. You could stash your shit in there. Uh, Definitely invented by a pot smoker. Oh, uh, yeah, Absolutely okay the pathogen killing water wand bacteria it's the steripen s-t-e-r-i-p-e-n ultraviolet bacteria and pathogen killing water wand let's read about this (laughs) because i I think this is really interesting i wish i would have had this This is the most useful thing if you've ever been in an exotic locale i'm reading right off the the article opened a bottle of water and discovered a scent that reminds you of Chile, and i'm not talking about the country then you'll understand the importance of a good water purifier the Steripen has no dissolving tablets or plugins you just stick it in the glass or bottle turn it on and in roughly 48 seconds 16 ounces of water is rendered safe and drinkable it's particularly good at killing cryptosporidium cryptosporidium a common cause of diarrhea and ruined trips to mexico just like comedian Chris Cohen who shit himself. <laughs> and lost his shoes. That's true. Yes. It, it, How big is this
1: thing? Pocket size? Yeah, pocket size. Sounds too good to be true. Look.
0: That's it right there.
1: Yeah, that is. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That is awesome. No one uh, has told me about this before. I was thinking from the original description, the only reason is because it was sized like a baseball bat or something you had to carry it around like a
0: sword. Yeah, like a, it, but it look it would look like a lightsaber if you did that. So that's about uh, all I have this episode. I, I mean, do you have any uh, any parting stories, words, anything you want to get off your chest? What's your website again? ChrisCohenComedy.com? dot com. That's it. It's C O E N. Yes, Cohen. So ChrisCohenComedy.com. dot com. How often are you are you blogging? Still five times a week. That's awesome. Five Still. times a week. So you you always have if you um want to read something funny he's got something fresh for you pretty much five days a week yeah I was actually my last
1: blog was about uh, there's a I got a smartphone finally I finally joined everyone else well, what kind did you get yeah droid uh-huh and uh, I was looking through the free apps and there was one on there for a period tracker. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it actually, it's for women. It tracks fertility and all this crap, like I, I, whatever. Oh, but, I pretty much know when my period's coming on. I know. Oh. Uh, you, who needs an app for that? No, oh, I, I actually know. got it as a joke, like, for my girlfriend.
0: Oh, I don't think girls think that kind of shit's really funny. She, she's
1: pretty cool. She oh, good. <laughs> yeah, but I was, like, my blog was basically about all the usefulness, not for women, but for men. Uh-huh. You know, you can now scientifically
0: map out, like, when you should not be a dick, like, to your lady. Oh, yeah. So you can kind of get a, get a jump on it. That's, that's great. We could read about that at ChrisCohenComedy.com. And later this week, I have a couple of guests coming in. And, um, uh, I'll tell you about them when they come in. I'm also going to be broadcasting from Virginia Beach. And then uh, later... In the year, I'll be playing the Improv in Tampa and broadcasting from the t- legendary Tampa Improv. If you ask me, the best comedy club in the country, if not the world. I love that room. And both those clubs, by the way, have Irish uh,
1: bars. Really they clubs. do. Yeah, that's both right. Of them. So where you got any gigs coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Indiana, Michigan City, Indiana, next week. And i uh, got some stuff all over the place. There's a lot of stuff in the Midwest
0: coming up for me. Is your... Um, schedule on your website yeah sure is sweet okay so you could you could find all that at ChrisConcomedy.com. thanks for listening everybody if you think of it please uh, and you support the show uh write something nice on the itunes page for us um that would help us out a lot and uh, i would appreciate it if you have any ideas for guests or want to come on the show contact me on my facebook page under jake anorino thanks for listening everybody smoke weed